In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Over the past weeks of Easter, we've been hearing of the encounters the disciples have had with the risen Christ, as well as the activities of the early church as we work our way through the Acts of the Apostles. And it's amazing to see the change in the behavior of the apostles during this time. If we recall back to the events of the Passion of our Lord, St. Peter himself denied his beloved teacher three times, and he was completely controlled by fear. And even up to that point, St. Peter, as well as the other apostles, didn't have the best track record for understanding what the teachings of Jesus were and what they would be called to do in the future. Now, however, we see a completely changed man in St. Peter. In chapter 2 of the book of Acts, St. Peter's sermon on Pentecost paved the way for 3,000 people to be baptized and enter into the ranks of the church. Now in chapter 3, which we just heard an excerpt from, Peter is boldly and eloquently teaching the truth about Jesus in the synagogue in front of the very people that had condemned Jesus to death. And there's no sign of fear at all. So we ask ourselves, what has happened? What has changed? How is the seemingly uneducated common fisherman all of a sudden able to instruct an incredibly hardened populace about the deepest truths of the faith? Well, the answer is actually rather simple. Peter has had an encounter with the risen Christ and has been filled with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, he's been transformed and made anew. Now, by reflecting upon this very transformation that we witness in the apostles, especially in St. Peter, we ought to understand it as a model for our own life in Christ. Now, we are most blessed because we have the opportunity every day to encounter our risen Lord. Anytime we partake of the sacraments of the church, We meet our Lord face to face, both in the person of his ministers and especially in the most blessed sacrament of the altar. Through the worthy reception of the Eucharist, or through an intentional and devout spiritual communion, we ourselves are also renewed and empowered to go out and evangelize our world just as St. Peter did. Now, while we may not speak and convert thousands of hearts at a time, We often don't see the great fruits and the the many, many conversions that come about through our minor efforts in our everyday lives, those efforts to bring the message of salvation to every person that we encounter, which we are all, in fact, called to do so as baptized Christians. Now, for many of us, the most difficult persons to whom we must bring this message are those with whom we are the closest our dearest friends, and our family members who are either weak in their faith or even obstinate at times can prove to be the greatest challenge for evangelization. Now, our Lord promised his apostles that the Holy Spirit would give them the words to say. And this certainly proved true for them, and it will prove true for us as well. However, we must remain in constant conversation with the Lord and pray to the Holy Spirit for guidance in our interactions with these individuals. And furthermore, we must also learn to trust and be at peace not only with God's will, but with God's timeline as well. I'd like to share with you a prayer that was 
passed down to me from one of my seminary professors. And not only is it a really wonderful prayer for those of us in active ministry, it's informal ministry, that is, but it's, I believe it will likewise help anyone in our effort to evangelize our world and to face the difficulties that may come about when we try to share the message of the risen Christ with others. O Lord, grant me to greet in peace everything that you will give me in the coming day. O Lord, help me in all things to surrender myself to your holy will. O Lord, instruct me and sustain me in every hour of the day. O Lord, make manifest your will for me and for all who surround me. Teach me to treat all that comes to me throughout the day with peace of soul and with firm conviction that in everything your holy will is fulfilled. O great and merciful Lord, guide my thoughts and feelings in all my deeds and words. In unforeseen events, let me not forget that all things come from you. O Lord, teach me to act wisely in my dealings with my neighbor, that none may be embittered or embarrassed through my fault. O Lord, give me strength to bear the fatigue of the coming day and all that it shall bring. Direct my will, teach me to pray, and to love all without hypocrisy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.